people are driving differently. They're buying differently. Uh, millennials in particular, but more and more people living in urban environments are going with car sharing. Uh, for example, sometimes when I want to go downtown for a big event, rather than dealing uh, with with parking and traffic and everything, I myself have called up something like Uber or Lyft to get a ride downtown. And that is happening all over the, company, uh, the country. Uh, General Motors started by uh, doing an experiment a few years ago with something called relay rides, where uh, somebody who owns a vehicle, instead of just letting it sit uh, during the day when they may be at work or something like that, they can actually rent it out, almost like a, a rental car company, uh, but on an individual basis. And some people have found that's a way they can pay off the loans that they have on vehicles. People are traveling differently, they're buying differently, and things are going to only change more in the future. And when you're talking about a $5.5 billion investment, uh, you know, that certainly is a, a large sum of money. But uh, as Mary Barra told investors yesterday, uh, it's also uh, possibly a very lucrative and profitable move for GM. It's both potentially profitable, but it's also extremely important because the world may just wind up changing Otherwise, GM is not the only one to do this. In fact, it's been about a year since we heard Ford Motor Company uh, CEO uh, Mark Fields start referring to Ford as a mobility company rather than an automaker. And a lot of other companies are going into the same direction. Nissan recently did a tie-up with Enterprise to start a car-sharing program tied, uh, aimed at students around the country. Uh, Mercedes-Benz, Daimler, its parent, has started doing car-sharing programs all over the world. So I think uh, manufacturers are just generally saying they either have to change or they may die. So you think maybe uh, GM might stand for general mobility someday? That's a very good one. I'm going to work that into a story. Thank you. Well, unless I trademark it first, in which, but I think <laughs> I think somebody at GM's already got uh, got that in mind. But anyway, um, five and a half billion dollars uh, that they're going to be trimming over the next five years to pay for this. Uh, they're talking about cuts in manufacturing. Does that mean we're going to see uh, uh, plant closings or, or or production shift reductions, anything like that? Oh no! Now, would they like to take? Uh, some of their factories and maybe trim the number of workers there if possible. Uh, uh, certainly, we've already been seeing that. Think about it. It wasn't all that long ago when a big plant might have uh, four or 5,000 people working there, and now they're producing more cars from those plants with less than 2,000. Uh, Mar uh, Mark Royce, who is the car czar, if you will, the global head of product development, uh, summed it up. In, in many ways, they have to look for ways to trim the cost of manufacturing. Um, they have to trim the cost of the materials they use. Uh, they have to trim traditional costs everywhere possible, uh, in part because they have to be more competitive on what it costs to produce a vehicle, but then they can use the money that they save to fund programs like this one. And by the way, it's not just car sharing, but they're also talking about spending money on autonomous vehicles. Uh, and another reason that they have to worry about not being competitive in these areas is because there are new players getting into the field. Uh, companies like Google, which has already talked about its advanced uh, autonomous vehicle technology, and we may soon see another player get into this business, the giant Apple. Uh, Apple has so much cash that it basically has more money available to get into the car business than virtually the entire 
traditional auto industry combined.